0: What is going on, you guys? Welcome back to Down to the Wire. I'm your host, Brian Costa. And on today's episode, I was lucky enough once again to get the chance to talk with Robert Shelley of the Pesky Poll Podcast to discuss the latest regarding the MLB trade deadline. This episode was originally part of his show, but I wanted to get it out to you guys so you can go and support his channel as well. Uh, So without any further ado, let's get into the episode.
1: First of all, first thing on July 28th, The Reds got a couple pitchers from the Yankees for a player to be named later. That's exactly what the Yankees need to be doing is giving away some pitching when all they've done is suck at pitching. I don't get that one.
0: Yeah, I mean, when it comes to the – when it comes to, you know, it's just been crazy in general. I mean, just looking around the league, like some teams obviously address needs. Like you looked at, you know, teams like the Toronto Blue Jays getting guys like Jose Barrios. But then you look at the New York Yankees, and you know I do think it was smart of them to go out and get you know two left-handed you know power type guys. You know you look at you look at that the way that ballpark is is mapped out, and you're trying to put a bunch of powerful righties in there. Get a guy like Gallo who can absolutely just you know just destroy the baseball. I was looking at it kind of a uh, graphic of him. It was uh some of his balls put in play and even some outs. There were some flyouts that at Yankee Stadium will be home runs, and they're about like. I'd say maybe 14, 15 of them this year that were that were considered flyouts that if had he hit them at Yankee Stadium, they would have been home runs.
1: Jeez. We'll get into that one in a little bit though. But the Reds the Reds started making a little bit of like low key moves. They like said they added a couple they of pitchers. Did. Um next they added Michael Givens for two mm. other pitchers, which Michael Givens. I mean, he said a two seven three. ERA throughout
0: the year, yeah. I mean, it's a it's a solid it's a solid arm to add. I mean, you know, having an ERA, you know, typically under four now in the MLB with the amount of offense that we sometimes see uh, from season to season is considered good. I know that you know we had like an up. I know we had an uptick in uh, strikeouts and pitchers dominating this year, but ever since the ever since the uh, enforcement of illegal substances, the offense has started to go back up. And uh, you know, having an ERA under three, we can't
1: you can't discount that. It's a great add. And I saw this thing, um, this baseball page that I follow posted this today, like 40 minutes ago, and I couldn't stop laughing at it. And it said, hold on, let me get it up so I can quote it exactly, but it's right. just so funny. Give me two seconds. It says, the trade deadline is so much like dating. At the beginning, you're super picky, but towards the end, when everyone else is taken, that 3870RA ain't looking so bad. I mean, in all honesty, that's exactly what we were like so in, the, um, in the 2019 traded line. Like, you know what? Andrew Cashner. Not bad.
0: But I mean, it's not. Well, it wasn't great. But I mean, it was Andrew. It was Andrew Cashner.
1: Yeah, Andrew Cashner. To put it bluntly, Andrew Cashner is that three out of ten that you take home when you're super drunk, thinking you're going to get very lucky. You get lucky. And then you look over in, in the morning, and you're like, "Oh God, that's yeah, it's a nice." Way I mean, to put
0: that, it. I mean, I was just gonna say, I, I was just gonna, I mean, you know, in a more tame way to put it, I was just gonna say, Andrew Cashner is one is that guy who kind of just exists. I mean, you know, there's no, nothing really that no. good or that bad about him. I mean, there was you know, he's not gonna, he's him. not gonna be, uh yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty true, yeah. <laughs> okay, point. another trade I, that he's just one of those guys. Yeah, Ugh. what were you gonna say? I was just gonna, I was just gonna say like like he's just one of those guys that you that you look on a team like all the way across like the country and and it's just like oh like that's just a guy like I'm, yeah. I'm never I and I'm just like I I don't need him on my team like he just exists to fill a roster spot and I'm just like
1: why did we why did that have to be our move? Mm-hmm. No, that was that was a drunken mistake. We'll call it. That was a drunken mistake yeah. by Mister Dave Dombrowski. Oh, now. okay. The next, the A's acquire Starling Marte for Jesus Lazardo. Now, on the surface, yeah. this looks like a really just good trade for both sides. All right. Marlins are, I believe, they're still like middle of the pack. I've been watching a ton of Marlins yeah, games I mean, this
0: year. It, yeah, fair point. I mean, I had that. I mean, they had that playoff run last year, but I think. You know they were able to use that that shortened sixty game season to kind of really get the best of what they had. I mean they ended up going down anyway, so I think that uh, I, I think right now they're just trying to they're just trying to get the best kind of prospects they can. They're building a young core right now with uh with Jazz Jizol and other guys like that down there, and I think you end up uh I think getting more more young guys in there like that. Maybe three four years down the line they're a team that they're a team to be reckoned with.
1: Absolutely not, it's Marlins.
0: (laughs) I I got to give them hope, Rob.
1: There's there's no hope. Uh, let me see where our next big trade is. Uh, Cesar Hernandez for Connor Pillington. I don't care. Ashton Gordo goes to the Reds, or to the well, Rockies do, for cash. Well, Rob, I do have
0: uh, one Apparently there there is one more deal that has trickled that has trickled over uh, since the deadline has expired. It is not in the Red Sox favor, however. It's going to again to the Yankees. Oh, they God. have. Uh, They've just come through, and they they've acquired left-handed pitcher Andrew Heaney from the Los Angeles Angels. Uh, he'll be going. He'll be going there. The return at right now, I cannot. I do not know the return at this time.
1: Let's let's waste all of our all of our future, literally the entire future, just to make a wild card team. Cheers. Yeah,
0: and that. I mean, and that and that's and that's a and that may not even happen. I mean, the Blue Jays are going to be going for it too. They're gunning for it. The Yankees are sitting in fourth place right
1: now. I don't know if they're going to be able to do it. Me neither. But we back in Blue Jays acquire Brad Hand mm. for Riley Adams. Riley Adams yeah, I mean, has been oh, struggling God. in his time in the MLB. He got sent up. He's 25, got sent up earlier this year and went three for 28 with 12 strikeouts. Mm. Yikes.
0: Yeah, it is kind of a yikes thing. But, uh, you know, good for the Blue Jays on, on acquiring Brad Hand. Uh, you know, you know, no matter what he's kind of really done this season with the nationals or what he was really doing in general, he has a proven track record of, uh, of just being, you know, of just being a solid reliever. I know he had some time over in San Diego. Then he went to Cleveland, uh, had some success in the playoffs there Uh, all around. He's just kind of a proven guy at this point who, you know, just seems to be a great pickup for him.
1: Great Mm -hmm. bullpen guy. Yeah. A hundred percent. And plus if you, if you, if you know, Rangers, Cubs, Or Nationals fan. Give them a hug. And some stiff whiskey. They need it. (laughs) Kostif, you can agree, right?
0: Yeah, I can definitely agree.
1: Okay, let's get into the big... The first... True...
0: Another, I, I know I'm kind of coming in and out, but uh, uh, another close, another close source from Jeff Pass and a VSPN, uh, It was at 3:53 p.m. It nothing has been confirmed at this point, but it look, but it looks, uh, like, but it looks like Chris Bryant maybe, maybe, uh, maybe close to going to the San Francisco Giants.
1: Oh hell no. Oh god, I'm not sure if we're gonna get into this one later, but Jose Barrios was traded to the Blue Jays.
0: You didn't see that? Nope. And also two minutes ago from Jesse Rogers, John Lester is going to the, is going to the St. Louis Cardinals.
1: Yeah. John Lester, just RIP that man's career. Okay. But first true MLB version of a Woj bomb that we saw. And we'll get at the very end of the episode, we will get into that one Woj bomb that we had Absolutely. on draft night. Yankees acquire Joey Gallo and Jolie Rodriguez and cash from the Rangers for Ezekiel Duran, Josh Smith, Trevor Halver not Trevor Bauer, Trevor Halver and Glenn Otto. The Rangers' massive haul in terms of number of Yanks' top 30 prospects. 23 years old um, Josh Smith, 22-year-old Duran, who are the number 14 and 15. Halver's number 23, and Otto's number 28 in their system. So you gave up four top 30 guys for oh, Joe Gallo.
0: That is mind boggling. I mean, just looking at that whole deal. I mean, you know, Joey Gallo, he's a hit or miss. Like he literally is the definition of a hit or miss player. Like just with the, just the immense power he has. I think he's going to play well in Yankee stadium. Now I don't know what he'll, uh, what his deal will be after the remainder of the season. I know, unfortunately he's going to have to shave that glorious beard that he had going down in Texas. But, uh, you know, it's a good, it's a good ad. I think that it's getting to the point now where, where it's like, where are you going to put all these guys? But uh, not a terrible move. I, I, I think it's I think the Yankees made you know, I while they could have said well they could have said, All right, we, we're gonna try to maybe do like a quick rebuild on the fly here, you know, as as my friend uh as my friend on TikTok, hey Kami likes to say, uh the Yankees the Yankees don't rebuild, they retool, they retool. Mm-hmm.
1: No, never never rebuild as the Yankees. If you're a Yankees fan, you've never. never seen a rebuild. No, never. But I mean this deal, that deal specifically just smells of desperation. All right. It reeks of who I know Boone's there, but who else is the actual manager? I mean, you mean general manager, Brian Cashman Cashman? Yeah. This, this reeks of, if I don't make the playoffs, I'm going to lose my job. At least if I can make the playoffs, yes, we'll be out of the wild card, but I'll still have a job. That's, I mean, this reeks of it
0: yeah i mean cashman might be able to get away with it for one more year i mean especially since the yankees did make a bid in the playoffs last season but uh this is definitely not a good sign for them i mean you know just i mean obviously the talent that you're getting back is you know a, a great piece of talent in return but it does show some desperation especially being as out of it as you are mm-hmm. it just it really shows that you're kind of just trying to throw anything at the t- throw anything at
1: the wall at this point point. 100 percent uh white Sox acquire ryan tapera Mariners get Dio Castillo taking away somebody from the Rays. I will always appreciate that. But it seems like the Rays, it doesn't matter who you could put in there. We could put an Adam as a pitcher there. <laughs> he's still going to have like a 470 ERA, and he's going to do just okay.
0: I think you really discount how bad Adam was, a how bad of a pitcher Adam actually was. I, I mean, think you're discounting this man, how
1: good that the Rays are at just plugging in random people. And this
0: man it a day. in a Babe Ruth league had an ERA of 32. <laughs> like, you can't. You can't defend that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Like oh no, my God. maybe Rob. Been... Maybe you could go in there and with, with your pitching experience, Adam. No, because the man literally had an ERA north of 30. I think eventually he got it down to down to I don't know 12, and that was uh,
1: considered real real nice right there. But uh
0: 32 ERA. I don't think that's where we want to be
1: plugging Adam. <laughs> hey, I already. I already talked to my boy, right? Brendan Salucci, I already talked to him. One of these days, we're going to sort out something where him and I are going to hang out and he's going to pitch to me. So I'm going to see what it's like to face a 98 mile an hour fastball. You're going to die. I'm going to crap myself, all right?
0: Listen, all all respect to Brendan, all respect to Brendan in the world. I mean, I could never throw a 98 mile an hour fastball, but you're going to... Listen, if you're taking 98 from Scherzer, I'd be like, okay, cool. If you're taking 98 miles an hour from a single-A pitcher, I mean, listen, they're... Brendan, no offense, but there might be a reason why there's some why you're in single A right now. I pray to God it's not because of control issues.
1: <laughs> Next, I end up like Kevin Pilar.
0: No, you'll end up like Tony Canigliero and it will Oh be, no! It, it'll, it'll, it'll be like ah, oh, whatever. Uh, remember good old Robert Shelley? Yeah, now we now we talk like this.
1: <laughs> I talk like Tyson. <laughs> yeah, because you got your teeth bashed in. Okay, so uh, Dodgers acquired Danny Duffy from the Royals. Uh, Duffy famously tweeted, bury me a Royal back in 2017. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, listen, you know,
0: back in 2017, it was two years after the World Series season. Things were still looking decent for them at this point. They've mm-hmm. completely torn it down at this point. You know, the only real glimmer of hope at this point is Salvador Perez and Whit Merrifield. That's really, Andrew
1: attendee. You
0: know, yeah, unfortunately, RIP Andrew Benintendi. not forgotten really it's it's, mean, a tra- it's a travesty but uh you know getting him off to getting him off to the dodgers obviously we'll talk about some of the bigger moves that they made that they made in just a little bit uh but you know you, you might be you might plug him in as the five guy or you might end up uh putting him in the bullpen but if he ends up going into the rotation i expect tony gonzalez will probably end up going to the bullpen especially with i think him coming back from an injury would be a good way to get him in and sort of a long relief role kind of mm-hmm. get him those like you know elongated you know stretches that he'd be used to but you don't need to say all right give us seven yeah exactly
1: um what was I gonna say? Um oh yeah so I was just thinking like me me and my friend have this joke but it's really true that if your organization has a player that they really don't like, right? Or who has really gotten on their nerves has requested a trade, yeah. right? Where do you send them to make their life extremely miserable? Doesn't matter what sport. Where do you send them? I mean, you could send. You send them to Detroit.
0: Yeah, very true. Yeah, I, I I was about to say Arizona. Like back in the day, like you you that's where you'd send all the disgruntled vets, and sometimes they'd rally a playoff team, like Kurt Warner did, oh, but. Yeah. But uh, Detroit definitely is the wasteland. I, I was thinking Arizona just because of like just old retired guys like Emmett Smith basically trying to give it one last go out there, a bunch of other guys like that. But uh, Detroit absolutely is the has just turned into the desolate wasteland of, uh, of, of
1: players. Oh, my God. It's literally like you want to screw somebody's career over? Start right. Detroit. RIP DeAndre Swift. <laughs> Very I'm true. Listening. Okay, then we had our second true woe's bomb. Yankees acquire Anthony Rizzo for mm. Alexander Vizcaino. Think I pronounced v- that right? I think it's Vizcaino. Vizcaino. I maybe. And Kevin Alcantara. Alcantara. So shut uh, up. <laughs> All right. No, so the only reason I know that is
0: because I think there was there used to be a Vizcaino on the Yankees, like back in like I think like the late nineties, early two thousands. I forget. I think it was like some other – like, but it was some other guy just named Vizcaieno. That's the only reason I know that pronunciation. Mm-hmm. But uh, – and then Alcantara. I, I've just learned that because of
1: Sandy Alcantara on the Marlins. Uh, but yeah. Okay. So here's the thing, right? As part of this deal, the Yankees are not paying Rizzo a dime, right? Nope. Chicago agreed to pay off the rest of Rizzo. But in doing that, you have now dumped, bumped up the number of top 30 prospects you have given up to six <laughs> – Six. Yeah. And these two guys were your number nine and 12 guys. You've thrown away the entire future. It's just been, You want a future? You want a future? You want a future? Give me one year of a wild card and we'll make that happen.
0: I mean, while well, well, I do agree that they are kind of throwing away the future in a little bit, I mean, they kind of unfortunately are in a win now situation, especially with guys like Stanton. It's not like Stanton's thirty-seven; he's going out the door, and like you know, all these guys are. It's kind of at the end. I mean, contract-wise, that might become an issue, but you know, a lot of guys you still you kind of have them in for for like their primes right now, and I feel like the Yankees are like, we don't want to tear this down, so we unfortunately kind of have to go for it. Mm -hmm. But uh, but you know, it's it's a very uh, it's a very weird situation. You know, going off that as well. Uh, I think the Yankees, I think their farm system, I was listening to it yesterday on Boston Sports Radio, I think their farm system is what, going into this year was ranked like 20th in the MLB. Yeah, they
1: don't have a necessarily great farm system, and you're just taking the pieces that you have and oh, throwing them out the window. I mean, you could say
0: that, and you could say that you're throwing them out the window, but maybe the ninth-ranked prospect, uh, I mean, I don't know who exactly who has the best farm system in baseball, probably someone who's not really good at this point right now, like maybe like the Royals or something.
1: I'd say but, Baltimore uh, probably. They have a decent
0: maybe baltimore maybe uh, but then maybe all washington. those
1: guys are traded to a real team by the time of 26
0: yeah so maybe it's either baltimore or it might be actually washington now after seeing all that they got in return but with the yankees you know maybe probably the ninth best prospect in the yankees system in a in probably the number one system in baseball maybe doesn't even crack the top 15 i don't know i don't know what, what kind of not what not kind of even like top like.
1: 25
0: yeah maybe not even like that so m- maybe the yankees see it see it as all right, like, we can we can really kind of inflate this guy's stats and say, like, oh, he's done all this for us and all this, but they probably know behind the scenes, oh, maybe he has this knee injury or maybe he has this issue that, you know, in, a, in any other system wouldn't be as, you know, highly of a... He wouldn't be as highly, like, uh, touted, but in our system, because we're so sparse of talent, that's why he's inflated to that level. So yes. that
1: might be why. Okay, and then we got... We had literally three blockbuster trades back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. Mm-hmm. Dodgers acquire Max Scherzer and Trey Turner for Kiebert Ruiz, Josiah Gray, Gerardo Carrillo, and Donovan Casey. So basically, you got Scherzer and Turner for your top two prospects and two kind of mid prospects. Who do you feel wins that?
0: I mean, it. I mean, it all comes down to what happens right now. I mean, the the Red. I, not the Red Sox. Unfortunately, I, I, there will be something I have to break to you uh, after this. There is some Red Sox trade news that is coming through. Uh, but going into it, though, uh, the, you know, the Dodgers, you know, Scherzer, you're getting, you know, it, you're getting that last you're getting that last big stretch. So I mm-hmm. think that you might get something out of it. And, uh, you know, Trey Turner, that's going to be an interesting prospect, too. I don't know exactly how he's going to fit in the infield with Corey Seager. Uh, but, you know, going into it, I'm pretty excited about it.
1: I I have some I'm interested. Okay, what's the Red Sox news? That you just so said? the Red Sox,
0: uh it, it just came in at four thirteen from Jeff Passen. Uh the Red Sox have acquired pitcher have acquired pitcher Hansel Robles from the Minnesota Twins, it says uh Roblace this year has has gone three and four and has an Era pretty much of pretty much of five.
1: <laughs> like like I said, all right. You you get to the end of the night, you're very, very tipsy. All right. Like everything is moving like this. Does does have 10 saves on the
0: year, So we don't need him as a closer though, but they're probably, that's, but they're going to end up using him as a bullpen guy. So they're probably going to, yeah. So that's going to be how they end up doing it. I don't know if he's the setup guy now or what ends up happening there, but probably just another piece to add to the bullpen. I'll have to see how, we'll have to see how that's kind of a thing, you know, ends up going out, you know, career wise, his ERA is down, is just, is just north of four. It's a 4.03 ERA. uh, You know, in 2018 it was down uh it was down at two point it was at, down at 2.97 with the angels so uh there's there's something there
1: i mean maybe with a little less pressure on him instead of being the true closer maybe we throw him in as a sixth seventh inning guy and we call it a day mm-hmm. i i'm not too upset with that i mean but the five the five oh but more red Sox news
0: yeah, I I just wanted to get that out there because that is some official news that is coming down with the Red Sox right now. So felt it was necessary to get that in here. Uh, but you know, getting back to the Scherzer news and everything going on with oh, that. Who did we trade? Do you know? Uh, th- I think it says uh, it, it did come down. It's uh, we it was this guy's name's Brendan Sillman. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I would have shot you through the screen. I would have been pissed. <laughs>
0: no, that would that would have been uh, that would have been
1: amazing, but I need to. Uh... No, because that's the problem. Now, every time I hear a trade coming through, I have to think: Is it somebody that I know? Yeah, <laughs> you know. That's... I'm looking.
0: I'm looking it up right now, though. I think it was for this pitcher. Uh, it was for pitcher Alex uh, Sheriff is his name, right-handed pitcher Alex Sheriff. Never heard of him. Me neither. So, you Let's know, it, lo- it looks like the type of move that just probably some minor leaguer ha- Haim saw the opportunity to get a guy now, and you know, he just he just jumped on it. But uh, kind of going back to the re- going back to the uh, Scherzer news. I think it's a great move for the Dodgers. Uh, you know, now, now the question is, can they catch? Can they catch San Francisco? San Francisco's been the hottest team in the NL. I mean, is this kind of the kick in the pants that the Dodgers really need, especially with a guy like Trevor Bauer now facing a uh, his issues? Uh,
1: yeah, we won't talk about that once again yeah, until we, everything's settled. But
0: yeah, let's let's let the courts figure this out. Yeah. Uh, but but you know, going into it, great move for LA. I mean. You know, you, you could say you're giving up your one and two right now, but again, similar to New York, but not but not really as much since the Dodgers are in a winning situation. You have you have everyone going right now. Everyone is in the prime of their careers. It's a win now situation. And I think this is like this is the type of move that the Red Sox had to make when they went for Chris Sale. They they saw the opportunity and they, they had to say, All right, are we gonna are are we gonna hold on to Yoan Johan who is the number one prospect in baseball? Or are we going to go out and we going are we going to get an ace? The Dodgers didn't get necessarily get an ace, but they got two amazing players. And frankly, this is—I mean—it was
1: the deal of the deadline. A hundred percent. I didn't. I I didn't even think Trey Turner was available.
0: I didn't either. But I but you know if you look at Washington right now, they're blowing that thing to smithereens. So it looks like anything was pretty much available.
1: Almost everything. Who's who's the one guy that kept? Why am I blanking on his name? Who they keep?
0: Well, it wasn't Josh Harrison because he got shipped to Oakland.
1: No, who's the one main guy that they kept? The shortstop. No, not shortstop. Second baseman? No,
0: not the shortstop, not the second baseman. I mean, I, I'm not necessarily sure at this point who they ended up keeping. I mean, it looks like. Oh, Juan like they Soto. Got... Oh, yeah, Juan Soto. Yeah, obviously they kept him. He, But he's the face of the franchise. They're not letting him
1: go anytime yeah. soon. It's, it's literally the Washington Juan Sotos. Yeah, literally. I mean, it's. Uh, That's where we're at the, right now.
0: The Washington Juan. So, uh, yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. So finally, the third deal Red Sox a- acquire. Kyle Schwarber from the Nationals for Aldo Ramirez, one of our top twenty prospects. Yes, but was still in Salem. Uh, how old was he?
0: I think twenty-four, maybe. I I, I can't I can't confirm that. I, I you, you would have to look that up. I, I don't have those exact numbers. He I'm might be still, he
1: might be younger. I'm still a okay with that. Mm-hmm. I'm hundred percent okay with that. But getting him, Kyle Schwarber, still injured. We're looking at a couple more weeks before he's truly back on the field, ready to go. I don't mind it. I really don't. You know why? Why? Puts Hunter Renfro on the bench. (laughs) You want Hunter Renfro on the bench? As much as I like Hunter Renfro, he's no Kevin Pillar. I, do. I'll, I'll, I will say this.
0: I was looking at Kevin Pillar coming into in, coming into this point, and I thought he was going to be hitting down like at like 193 and have the amount of home runs that he has. But the guy's hitting 253. He's hitting league average of what, you know, typically you expect it to be. And he's, mm-hmm. in my opinion, he's been a plus. So I think Hunfro, I, I think Renfro is going to be staying in the lineup. But the one thing I'm concerned about now is, is now, what the hell do you do with Kyle Schwarber? Like, I mean, you know, obviously you expect him to play the outfield, you know. DH, but unfortunately we do have one of those and a pretty good one at that. Pretty damn so, uh, good. Yeah, we have a damn good one. So it's just like, like, I like the man has played one career game at first base. I don't know. I don't know if he's necessarily good there and, you know, maybe, maybe they wanted to maybe uh, the nationals wanted to try out more of that before he ended up going down with an injury. But uh, you know, I, I know he has some experience with catch with catching. I don't think that, you know, he he'll be, you know, the guy behind the plate, but maybe it gets to the world series. And uh, I mean, knock on wood I'm just saying like you know you get to a series where you maybe you have to have your bat where maybe you have to have your pitcher bat and you kind of have to make a decision and it and maybe it ends up going that uh you know to get that extra offense in the lineup that uh maybe you end up switching a maybe you end up putting them down at catchers or do something like that to you know get the best possible bats in the lineup
1: mm-hmm. no I could see really any way that could go but mm-hmm. I think for right now solidified once gets back from injury solidified right fielder all right, just leave him there. Let him get used to the offense. Let him get used to his new role. By the time October hits, he'll be running with us. Mm-hmm. Right? No need. If he gets out to a 150, 160 start, I won't be. After like two weeks, I'm not going to be worried at all because A, he's on a new team. B, he's coming back from injury. By yeah. the end of the season, though, I guarantee you he's batting probably about 310. You think so? Like on the stretch from like the final month of the season. I'm saying he's batting around 310.
0: Really? All right. I'm going to take your word at that. The thing, the reason I think a lot of, the reason I think Haim was able to make this move, if, if Kyle, if it was the Kyle Schwarber of, uh of like, you know, a month ago where, you know, he was hitting at that level. I mean, I don't think it would have been tougher. I think a lot of teams to get him. but you know, the only reason that Haim, I think was able to pull this trigger with uh letting go of a prospect here was because it was such a, you know, I mean, it was a top 20 prospect, but literally by like one margin If it had been anything inside the top 15, I don't think Haim Budge is there. And, you know, the only reason I think he was able to get him was due to this injury. So it makes me, it kind of makes me worried now looking at the end of this deadline and not seeing anything. You know, if Kyle Schwarber had been healthy, it makes me nervous as to what Haim would have done here. It really does make me nervous. You saw the news as well. Chris Bryant officially a member of the San Francisco Giants. It's officially coming down now. Uh, I, I wanted to break it during the show, but uh, you know, I did want to talk about that. Uh, you know, he'll be officially going there. So uh Rob's now break not Rob is now viewing it now, but uh now coming in from I believe it's uh Mark Feinstein of of MLB.com. The Giants have acquired infielder and outfielder. Chris Bryant from the Chicago Cubs in exchange for in exchange for outfielder, Alexander Canario, right hand and right-handed pitcher caleb killian uh sources tell mlv.com. so that's that was that's the big news that rob is reacting to on that side right now i know i don't i know you guys probably can't see him but uh wow what a what a last minute move there
1: what damn i know i know talks have been going between the two sides but i didn't i honestly didn't think they'd get a deal done i thought the giants would be too stingy
0: i thought i i, I figured a deal was coming i, I didn't know if it was going to be with the giants or who or who at this point but uh, I don't know if you saw it on Twitter, but Chris Bryant at the end of uh, at the end of the game against the Reds, he was looking he was looking at at the field, and the camera was trained on him, and you knew it was his last time in Chicago. Mm-hmm.
1: That's just he, sad.
0: He knew as well. It, it's very sad. I
1: mm-hmm. don't. Uh, no, what was more sad is watching the um, is watching Rizzo go around Wrigley Field taking photos. That is very sad. I mean, he's. Uh,
0: he, apparently he, he literally said he wanted to die a cub and he, he even said, Hey, if the ship's going down with this team, I think this is direct quote from him. He ended yep. up saying, he ended up saying if the ship's going down, I want to burn with the ship going down. Like he, he did not care. He wanted to stay, even if, even if it meant being, even, even if it meant him being part of a rebuild that he would not see the end of, uh, he was willing to do it. And unfortunately Chicago did have other plans and they, uh, they made out,
1: they made out well on that side. Mm-hmm. It's just sad. What could have been with that team? That was a really? dynasty in the making. hmm Then everything went... T- not going you, you all know what I mean. Everything just went down. Next trade we got, Blue Jays acquire Jose Barrios from the Twins for their number... Uh, uh, for the number two and number four prospect in the Blue Jays' system. Austin Martin and Simeon Woods-Richardson. Mm-hmm. That is a steep asking price. Considering Simeon Woods Richardson is only 17 years old. Jesus. No, never mind. He's 19.
0: 19. Okay. But I mean, still, that's pretty uh you know, he's got he's got a long track record ahead for himself. The man could literally play another twenty years of baseball if uh, if everything pans out. And he's a uh, starter
1: in double A right now.
0: Yeah. So I mean the sky's the limit for this guy. Uh, you know it. That was a very that was very surprising. I, I, as soon as I saw that, that was what it was. That that was what it took to you know acqu- acquire a guy like this. I knew Heim definitely wasn't going to budge. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, unfortunately, Heim Bloom is going to hold on to everything for dear life, and I'm not happy about it. But that is the case.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I get that. I mean, that at that asking price, I think we just go another way. Oh, finally, um, a great trade that happened. All right. Braves acquire Eddie Rosario and cash hmm. from the Indians for a first base, third base menace. Panda, Pablo Sandoval. Screw that guy. <laughs> Screw that guy. Screw
0: Pablo Sandoval. That man that man got me blocked on Instagram. He didn't block my Instagram, but he reported me. For what? I have no idea. But uh, so literally, this was when Pablo Sandoval first came to the Red Sox around 2015. And I, I can't believe I haven't, I haven't told you the story yet. But uh, it was in 2015. And Pablo Sandoval ends up going to the Red Sox. And, you know, he, I'm, I'm like really pumped about it. I'm, I'm like, the panda's here. The panda's here. I'm so pumped. It's before he's even played a game. And he's like posting like a bunch of like Red Sox stuff going on. And I end up like commenting under like a, under like a glove of his, like because he posted like a Red Sox themed glove at one point. And I end up commenting. I end up commenting and, I, and I go, oh my God, that's so sick. And I, th- I think I said something like that. And literally I get a report like li- like five minutes later. And, and, and it says your, your account has been reported for, for abusive content yeah no it doesn't compute but apparently ru- apparently pablo sandoval got he he got my account banned for 24 hours and i wasn't allowed to like or comment anything for 24 hours because of that
1: okay screw that guy
0: yeah no really with uh you know with a wire brush uh no, whoa I don't whoa
1: get whoa, <laughs> whoa. All right, we just went there. All right, moving <laughs> on. There's no saving this segment anymore. No, there isn't. There's really no saving it, Rob. <laughs> Cleveland takes back Sandoval, who has just started six games this season and isn't likely to play a big role yet. Yeah, no. no. Yeah. Yeah, no. Braves acquire Adam Duvall from the Marlins for Alex Jackson. Adam Duvall, I mean, with Acuna out for the rest of the season, which sucks. Yeah. But, I mean, still, you traded your number. Uh, Going back to the Marlins is Jack's number six overall pick in 2014 and a former top prospect. Okay, so he's nothing anymore.
0: Yeah, listen, Adam Duvall, MLB The Show legend. Uh, Anything outside of that, uh, unfortunately, it's – kind of a
1: done deal there
0: i i I have i have reached out to adam duvall for an interview he has yet to reach back he has read he has yet to get back to me so uh adam if you're watching the show this is kind of my application to you please uh please please appear on down the wire i'm pleading to you now so uh yeah
1: we will we will we will talk to you and we will ask why do you suck okay that will be basically the entire interview
0: rob i'm trying to do
1: my part here (laughs) (laughs) white socks this man went to the wrong socks we were saying we were like, come back to us. Come back. Remember those good old days? It's us relive Yeah,
0: we were we were noticing those good old days. Uh, especially with uh, you know, obviously the the man, the myth, the legend, Craig Kimbrell. Uh it would have been amazing to see him back here in Fenway. I would have loved to see that uh see that fiery entrance once again. And I literally do mean fiery when I talk about that Craig Kimbrell entrance. Mm-hmm. Uh with something of legend. I mean, I, I really, really do miss it. And uh you know, while I thought that he was I thought while I thought he had fallen off the face of the planet, he completely revived himself this year and I would have loved to see him back.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see if um the guys that got for him weren't even top prospects. So they no we could have made that deal.
0: Oh absolutely. It it pisses me off that Haim didn't. And uh, you know, while while I like Matt Barnes you know Craig Cambrell is a, is proven in that is proven in that role he doesn't he doesn't crumble under pressure like that especially this year with the historic season that he's
1: having after that to big apple just got probably the greatest or one of the greater middle infield combos in the league i mean that's just you can't really say anything that's a Baez and Lindor
0: yeah El Mago is coming to NYC I'm really pumped to see it uh you know a little fun fact is that uh Baez and Lindor had played uh had played in the infield with each other during the uh 2017 World Baseball Classic so Mm -hmm. it's a middle infield that we've seen before when you know with Puerto Rico uh I'm excited to see it 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 looks like a nice, nice it looks like a nice little matchup I know he's gonna be a free agent at the end of the season but uh you know, I mean, all in all, like each team really feels like they have a shot this year and they're all in every and basically every squad is trying to load up at the deadline, which is, you know, I
1: love it, mm-hmm. which I, I get behind. But I was talking to a friend of mine who's a like diehard Mets fan. Mm. And he was telling me, oh, yeah, we're going to the World Series now. Now that we got Baez, we're going to the World Series. I'm like, you're not even the fourth best team. <laughs> you're the fourth best team in the NL. You ain't going, no, you're going to lose to the Padres in the second round and you're going to like it. Like I don't see, I don't see a world where the Mets, out of all four of Dodgers, Padres, Mets, and Giants, I I don't see a world where Mets make it out of there.
0: I mean, unless Jacob Degrom pitches every single game, uh, then yeah. oh, if,
1: if he pitched every single game, then God help us all. Yeah, they right? they wouldn't lose again.
0: And here's I mean, the he thing: could, he could pitch with his left hand; he'd still do it.
1: Here's the thing: they traded their number five prospect. Mm. a dude named pete crow armstrong (laughs) that literally sounds like a video game character (laughs) true uh acquire yon gomes and josh harrison from the nationals for drew Miles, seth schumann and richard gauch i mean nothing on those uh they gave up one top 30 prospect jesus
0: that is that's insane i mean i don't know if i i don't know if i'm just getting older as a baseball fan at this point but i'm just hearing some of these names and, and i'm i'm just like do any of the, do do you do you expect to be hearing any of those guys getting cheers from fans in in the next 5 years i i hate to say it but like i don't i can't imagine seeing these guys in the big leagues mm-hmm. i mean watch one of them be mike trout and i'm just
1: an idiot but uh <laughs> true uh philly's got Kyle Gibson, Ian Kennedy Got a couple pitchers, gave up a couple pitchers. Uh, J. A. Happ to the Cardinals. Mm. Not bad. I mean, Cardinals oh. obviously no contenders, but
0: I mean it's not a bad move. I would have loved to see it. I mean, the Cardinals actually got some pitching, so I would have really liked to. I would have really
1: uh, enjoyed it. Mm. Screw Andrew Heaney. <laughs> All right, let me see if there's anything else that went through the um cracks for us uh where's that andrew heaney uh burris acquired john curtis i don't know who that is uh cardinals acquired josh um john lester for lane thomas nationals just throwing away everything but john lester is 37 all right it wasn't gonna take anything to get him
0: rob i do have i do i do have another red sox trade to announce oh this is uh this is uh this is a big one for us uh the Red Sox, the Boston Red Sox have traded have traded in- infielder Michael Chavis to the Pittsburgh Pirates in exchange for pitcher Austin Davis.
1: Oh God. Oh. Oh God. Mm-hmm. Oh God. Yeah. The
0: ice horse the ice horse is now in, is now in the Steel City.
1: Oh my god. That's another place with Detroit. <laughs> Screw you, you're going to Pittsburgh.
0: Yeah. No, I mean it's, <laughs> he's going to Pittsburgh and uh you're not going to like this either. Austin Davis hasn't necessarily had the be- the best season either this year. does uh, a-
1: Austin Davis play? Is he a pitcher?
0: Austin Davis? Yeah. Yeah, he's a pitch he's a pitcher this year. Had a solid 2020. Had a 2.45 ERA. That 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 rec- that ERA that however that was only through 5 games through 10 this year his ERA has ballooned to 5.59.
1: Damn. All right. So I need you to entertain the people for a minute. I will be right back with that news. Just um, hold on. What's the next trade that we got to talk about? Um, yeah, everything else we talked about, the Chris Bryant one. But, yeah, just tell the people, and then I'll, I'll do the same once I get back. Tell the people about why, if you thought we should have kept Michael Chavis. And I will come back, and I will say why it was a good idea to get rid of him.
0: Okay. Yeah. I'll get into it. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll discuss it. All right. So you know, going into the whole Chavis thing, uh, you know, well, I you know, I I know I, I assume that Rob is going to come in. He's going to talk about why they uh why they should have kept him, uh, or or why he should have left rather. I do I do see why they got rid of him at this point. It's unfortunate. I really liked what Michael Chavis had had here in Boston, but. You know, towards the end, he ended up he ended up uh, just kind of falling out of favor this year. He had an ERA of uh, not not an ERA, rather a batting average of 190. Uh, only had two home runs in the year. Unfortunately, it was just being sent back and forth and back and forth between Pittsburgh, uh, not between Pittsburgh, but between Worcester and Boston. And from the get-go, at least from spring training, it really looked like Heim Bloom was trying to push this guy out the door. I don't know about I don't know about you know Rob. I'll ask him when he gets back in here. But from the get-go, it looked like they were not trying to let let this guy in. It's a, uh, it's a damn shame. I, I, I wish that things had worked out better for him. But uh, you know, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's pretty crazy news. You know, all in all, though, uh, pretty disappointed though. I mean, you know, all in all, this deadline, it's really just not what I wanted from the Red Sox. And I, I I'll let Rob discuss this when he gets back on. But you look at the Boston Red Sox this year. And you have the you're the you have the best team in the American League. You have such great potential, and when you do stuff like this, it just really pisses me off. And Rob is now back in the building. I'll let him get back into it now. I was discussing why that why I think it was a while why I think it was a good idea to get to trade away Michael Chavis, but while you're bringing in guys like this that have not had the best seasons, it I, I don't really appreciate
1: it that much. I think it's not the greatest luck. But Michael Chavis hasn't had the greatest of seasons. No,
0: Michael Chavis has not had the greatest of seasons. But when you're acquiring guys have who have ERAs in the fives and sixes, you're not really improving your bullpen, in my opinion. You've really got to go out there and get a guy who you know could actually be an impact player.
1: But here's the problem: there is no true room for Chavis, and with him struggling, his, and, and, at, and that's what his I was market discussing. was down at a low.
0: That's what I was discussing at at this time. I, I, I think this deal was more a selling of Chavis than a buying of this
1: pitcher. Unfortunately. No, I can, hundred percent, I can see that. But
0: because you know, at, w- w- during your absence, I was saying that you know Chavis has you know really kind of just seemed like a uh, you know it seems like he was kind of the odd man out from the get go. Heim, I don't know if he had necessarily a vendetta against the guy, but it really just has hasn't really gotten a fair shake in my opinion. Mm-hmm. In some time, has been really just sent down to Worcester or sent back up here, and you know I hope that he can work things out. But you know since 2019, it's kind of just ne- it really has never really uh, materialized.
1: Yeah. No, I can see it. But um what I wanted to say is over the next five, six years, you look at our first baseman, third baseman. Do you really see a spot for Chavis?
0: No, I don't see a spot for Chavis. And I'm not, I actually I'm not mad about the move. I'm not mad about the move. I am just mad about what I'm just mad about the deadline in general, and that's something I've discussed, uh, you know, I discussed in your absence. Uh but yeah, it's just uh I mean, in, all in all, though, this deadline has been absolutely mind boggling.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, just I mean, all the teams going at it. Here's the problem every team that went for a player, right? The big blockbuster moves. How many of those guys are signed for more than after next year? Not a lot. Right. We went. I think, the- I think,
0: I think Barrios, Barrios is is around for one more year with the Blue Jays. So there is a chance that they could recruit him to stay a little longer. Yep. But uh, outside of that, I, I know Scherzer, I think, is, at, is out. Scherzer's on he, a one unless he opts into something, but I think he's out. I think Trey Turner might be out. Turner's
1: due for a max.
0: Yeah. Turner will be out. Uh, A bunch of guys are going to be out at this point. So I think that uh, a lot of these guys are rentals, but I think that, and while I, I'm not saying they give up the entire farm for guys, I think that you should at least, I think, you know, every team, in the AL and every team in the MLB, frankly, that was, that's in the playoff contention. They made moves at the deadline. They, they really, you know, went out there to get better. And, you know, I don't think that Austin Davis and, uh, and Hansel Robles are, are the answers pitching wise. They're not the answers, but we're looking long term. Yeah, I mean, you're, we're looking long term, but we've had a gift of a season this year, and I'm just I mean, like, I mean, we Rob, we've had a gift of a season this year. No one thought the Red Sox were going to be doing as well as they are. I I certainly did not, especially after the terrible season they had last year. I mean, you have the best team in in, in the American League. You, you've guys playing their asses off this year, and I I mean, just frankly, I, mean, I think that if I think going into it you know, you, you want to show to these guys that you care. And while, I, while I, I'm, I'm excited for Chris Sale to come back, I really am excited to see what he looks like in August. I think that you should, could have gone out there and gotten another guy. Well, while I'm not saying to sell the farm for Max Scherzer or guys like that. You know, there could have been a guy out there.
1: Mm-hmm. No, you you don't. I mean, because right now it's, it's us and the Giants, two teams that are significantly outperforming some of the powerhouses. I mean, because going into it, we all thought it would be, what, a Yankees, Dodgers, Yankees, um, Yankees, Padres. Maybe you had the Astros winning it or the White Sox, maybe one of those teams making it out. But us, you could put the Rays in there and the Giants, all overperforming with less talent to work with, right? Mm. But at the same time, not only do we have talent now that is proven to win with the right coach and right manager, but at the same time, we have a future. And we cannot throw away a future to try and ride with these teams now. Like I said, and I will stick to it, our World Series window is 2023 to 2024. I think we will be in a World Series and win a World Series within that time. These teams are buying for now. I mean, the Dodgers and the Yankees, yes, I can always rebuy and make it you know, the next year, those teams will never be out of contention. But the Padres, do you really expect them to still be in contention three years from now?
0: I think they definitely have a shot, especially with, I, I mean, I don't know the contract situation of a bunch of their guys, but I think they still have a shot to be in it, especially with a, especially with their core. And I, you know, I assume there's going to be some guys at least coming up, especially with, you know, since they didn't give up shares or they, they still at least have some prospects of some value in their system. The Giants. Are you
1: expecting them to be a top team in three years?
0: The Giants, are not necessarily, because I think that I think that Crawford will be out the door at that point. I think that a, a lot. I think that a decent part of their core will be gone, especially. I don't think Chris Bryant's sticking around at the end of this year. But I think that the Giants, you know, they're an interesting group this year. I think they're outperforming well, I, I, kind of as I think the Red Sox are outperforming. And, you know, with guys like this, you know, it's not like a 2013 team where you had guys kind of like, you know, rallying on a city and stuff like that. But there is kind of a rally aspect with this team where where it's like you didn't expect them to have this kind of energy. And they're going into it and they have this sort of, uh, you know, unique flair about themselves that, you know, a lot of people didn't expect. And I think that at the deadline, you know, while Kyle Schwarber is a great fit, I hope that he, you know, I hope we can find a place for him in the actual field and uh, we can, we can utilize him like that. I think that, you know, an arm would have been of use for us.
1: No, but I'm,
0: I, and I'm not saying it has to be Max Scherzer. I'm, I'm just saying like, I, or, or even Jose Barrios. I'm just saying, you know, it, had we gotten like a, you know, even a three or a four starter, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that we have to, you know, go crazy here at the deadline, but if we get a guy and, and, and we can, and we can say like, all right, this guy is a legitimate starter in the big leagues. And, me, me, you know, I don't know if it, I don't know how much, it, how much it costs the Dodgers to get a guy like Danny Duffy or a guy like Andrew Heaney for the Yankees. But, you know, those necessarily aren't like groundbreaking moves, but maybe, but you can maybe do something like that.
1: Mm-hmm. So out of, out of 10, out of a hundred, right How are you grading this? The trade deadline in general for the Red Sox. Sox.
0: For the Red Sox, I mean, I'll I'll do it out of ten because I think that's probably the best way to kind of grade it. I'll give them a five because you know what they got. I'll give them a five for I'll give them a five for the trade deadline because you know you got half of what you needed. You got half of what you needed. You got you got a big power bat that. You know, I hope that can work at first base. I think that Anthony Rizzo probably would have been a better fit, but I like, but I like what Kyle Schwarber can bring to this team offensive wise. But the the re, but I'm gonna give you a five because you got half of what you needed. Okay. You know, ha, you know, had you gotten, had you gotten a legitimate, you know, arm, I'm not saying it had to be Barrios or Scherzer, but had you gotten a legitimate arm, maybe that puts you at at an eight, or maybe that even puts you over the top, and, and I give you a ten out of ten for the deadline for a guy like Heim Bloom. But you know, you missed out on a starter, and I hope that Chris Sale can come back but you're really leaning on a guy coming off of Tommy John surgery two years ago and just hoping that everything goes, goes according to plan. You're hoping there's zero setbacks. I hope there are zero setbacks, but things happen. The guy's human and you know, he weighs a hundred pounds soaking wet. So I hope that uh, I hope that works itself out.
1: Here's the, here's the thing that I'm seeing also, right. Hmm. Um, comparing last year's trade deadline to this year's hmm. trade deadline seeing as where the teams are and what they were competing for, which one do you think the team did better in?
0: Could you rephrase that? I mean what do you ex-
1: what you exactly So last about? year right we were a selling team we were selling oh yeah big, right after a trade time. deadline we sold. So our goal was to get good prospects this year is to compete. Mm-hmm. which trade deadline do you think better accomplish those goals? Do you think this think- year? Worked more I think- with trading or with buying and getting more assets or last year worked better with selling?
0: I mean, well, I wasn't necessarily happy with a lot of the pieces we sold. I think that, you know, the I think the sale of Brandon Workman did end up working itself out, especially with him being on a kind of a limited contract there that worked itself out. Uh, you know, getting a guy like Pavetta, who's been pretty solid for us this year. Uh, I think, I think, I think Haim, he's a small market guy. So he's used to unfortunately having to sell. So I think that is something that, you know, kind of is more kind of ingrained in his DNA. So I think that when, you know, but you're, you're never really going to go to the Tampa Bay Rays and, and say, oh, we need to go and we need to get this ace. Nelson Cruz would actually surprised me when, when we, when they got him, I was genuinely surprised when the Rays got him, but he's 41 and, you know, had, had this been the Nelson Cruz of, you know, five, six years ago, I don't think they go out and they get that guy. But, you know, looking at them this year, you know, you know, they ended up getting him, but they, did they go out and did they get Max Scherzer? No. Did they get Chris Bryant? No. Like, you know, they're not, they're, they're not going to be in that type of a market. But when the, when, but when the Rays were blowing it up and they said, all right, we got to trade Longoria. We got to trade Price. We got to trade all these guys. That was something they did. And they got a great haul for it. When they traded Chris Archer, I think they got what would they get glass now? And they got a bunch of other guys in return. Austin Meadows, I believe, you know, they got a great return and they got a great return for it. They're good at doing that. And that is, that was Heim's specialty. When it comes to now saying, all right, we're in the driver's seat this year. We're, We're really taking over. Let's go get a guy at the deadline. Instead of saying like, and you know, instead of just rolling what we got, I don't know if that's in Heim's DNA to say, to say, all right, I'm going to pull the trigger. I think we're lucky that we got Kyle Schwarber because of, because of his injury. I don't know if we end up going, I don't know if, if we were to get, if we were to, if we would have gotten anyone this year, if not for that injury to Kyle Schwarber, I really kind of do think that. So it, you know, I'll give him a five out of 10, but you know, I am kind of disappointed.
1: I can, I can say that. Um, What oh, my friends texting me about? Uh, the trade deadline. I still can't believe we traded Javis.
0: I can't and either. That, that that literally just came down.
1: That sucks. Sometimes though, gotta make hard moves. Right? Yeah. But I think I think the one trade that really killed it last year was the Workman trade. You got Nick Pavetta, mm. but you also got Connor Seabold. Yeah. And we'll see how he works. We'll see how he works out. But yeah, young guy with a ton of potential up in Portland. All right? well oh, in mm-hmm. the day. So we got a great deal there for this trade deadline, for what we needed to accomplish out of a hundred, I'm giving them a 73.
0: A 73. Yes. Right, I mean, I'm, I'm giving honestly, them a CC minus. C-. I can see that. You know I mean? And th- thinking about that in terms of a grade, I can understand that now. I mean, if I was doing it out of a 100 scale, maybe I'm more in that ballpark, but you know, I'm gonna give them the five out of ten just cause it's at the uh, just cause I'm like, you know, you got half of what you needed. You could have gotten the other half, but that's where you are. So
1: yeah, I, I, I
0: respect I respect that though.
1: As an MLB fan. How would you grade the entertainment value of this offseason?
0: 100. 100. I mean, it was a crazy deadline. You know, one of the better ones in years, in my opinion. You, you've had a, some absolute snooze fests in the past. You know, while Trevor Story didn't end up going off the market, you know, maybe, maybe that remains to be seen. I doubt it at this point. But, you know, incredible deadline
1: day. Mm-hmm. No. Um, I'm giving it like 112, right? <laughs> Mainly because, like, you know how when you were younger and, like, your teachers – would give you bonus points for just random stuff and then put oh, the yeah. stickers on your paper saying you're a star. Right. <laughs> that's having Trey Turner dealt, that's what that got you. That got you uh some bonus points and a sick and a sticker saying, Awesome job with like a smiley face star in it. That's mm. that's what that got. Nice. All right. But we've been we've been rocking for a little just about an hour now. I'd say right? so. It's been about that long. So as of right now, like I said, the red songs are still Whooping over, we're not gonna talk about the game last night. No, nah. well, no, nah. no need. It's what, no, what, it's not.
0: It's not worth it. it it's not game? worth our sanity.
1: What game? I mean, this been this been a good episode. We're not gonna, gonna talk about that. Last That's thing I do want to. Last thing I do want to talk about is over in the basketball world. Over the past, like especially in twenty twenty, right? The NBA before all this stuff happened and we got shut down. The NBA was known as, like, big twos, right? You had a superstar duo. No team really had a big three anymore. That Those days were kind of done. We got out of that era. Teams were going back to the big the big duos, right? Giannis and Chris Middleton, Katie Kyrie, LeBron AD, right? We were back into that kind of style. And then the Nets joined up, and then they got a big three. And now the Lakers are joining up, and they're getting a big three. Ugh. I I never thought Russell Westbrook would voluntarily take that back seat. I mean, obviously he was traded; he didn't really have a say in where. But I thought he would have opposed it. I I'm pretty sure he didn't. No, he had a no trade clause in his contract, which he had to waive. No, he didn't, because he then he wouldn't have wanted to go to Washington. Yeah, I, I, I
0: was about to say, there's no way in hell he would have wanted to go there.
1: <laughs> Screw the Wizards. So Russell Westbrook is traded. And even after that, Bradley Beal said, I don't want to be traded. I want to stay. Why? Why do you voluntarily put yourself through that hell?
0: I mean, you know, this guy wants to be the face of Washington. He wants, he wants to be in it. I respect him for, I respect that grind, you know, well, I'd much rather have you as a member of the Boston Celtics. I, I respect it. You know, it, it's kind it's kind of, it's kind of that Anthony Rizzo boat. It's like, it's like, listen,
1: I want to be here. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking if um, more. I'm thinking he's thinking more along the lines of, okay, if I can never win a championship, I'm gonna get my number retired here, and he'll call that a successful career. Yeah, honestly, I, I wouldn't mind it. I was in his shoes. You make max contract, never win a championship, don't really win that many yearly awards, but yeah, I mean, a- how – your team.
0: Oh yeah, and you become a legend in your city. You could do that, and then maybe when he's like, maybe when he's like thirty-six or whatnot, that then he says, "All right, I'm gonna ring chase. Send me to yeah. like whoever's the Warriors of uh, 2030 20, 20, 30, whatever."
1: Mm-hmm. No, hundred percent. But what do you feel? Do you feel this is automatically a Nets Lakers Finals next year?
0: You know, I. I want to avoid it. I think that the Nets I think the Nets are so toxic that I hope they blo- I hope it blows up right in their face. And I wonder what LeBron's going to look like next year. I mean, I know the guy's going to be like what? Like 36, 37. 30, he's going to be 37 next year. I mean, you know, he is LeBron and he's built like a he's built like a brick house. So, I mean, like, you know, I'll, I'll give it all to him, but uh, you know, it's definitely going to be more I think the Lakers are definitely going to be more Anthony Davis you know, centered, you know, going forward. and it, Here's, and it's here's gonna... the
1: problem. Right. Name me somebody else that's on the Lakers now. Yeah, especially with Kuzma gone. I was
0: about to say, this, Paul. this, uh, yeah, you know, you can, three. I'll, I'll, is... I'll give you Westbrook. I mean, obviously Westbrook, LeBron, AD, and then the only other guy I can think of is Andre Drummond. <laughs>
1: he's not on the team anymore.
0: Andre Drummond uh, said that he's going to be on the team.
1: His contract expired. So as of now, he's not on the team. He can always resign.
0: Yeah. I, I think it's looking like he's going to resign, but I think, but cause I was seeing the potential starting lineup and I saw him in, I saw him in there. So
1: besides that though, I really have no, no idea. As of, as of guys on the team right now, they have three, three others. Yeah, I, I have no idea then <laughs> three others currently on contract. Taylor Horton, Tucker, mm-hmm. Marcus all an undrafted free agent, Mac McClung. Nice. That's it. That's all you got. Right. Um, I just, I just don't know. I think this is a recreation of the Heat dynasty, but n- not good, not as good, not nearly as good. That big three can't drive an entire team. You know, they're they're good. They're great. They're going to be one of the best teams in the league, but I don't see just the durability being able to keep up with them, only having three guys, one being 36, one being 32, one being 29, 30, and the bench being the old folks home.
0: Yeah, I mean we're gonna have to see what happens there. Now I now well I don't think Russell Westbrook is any Mario Chalmers.
1: Uh <laughs> no, Russell Westbrook ain't no Chris Bosch. Hey. Very true. A D ain't no D Wade. LeBron's not the LeBron he used to be. Yeah. No, I mean it's uh you know it
0: it makes me wonder is this going to be like the Houston Rockets of like the uh, of like the very very late 90s when they had uh, Charles Barkley, Scotty Pippen and Clyde Drexler it, it could be something like that where, where where you think it's going to be a super team and it kind of just blows up in your face
1: yeah i can i can see that that remains right. to be seen with that being said you got anything else to say to the people before we sign off
0: you know i I, I think I'm good. I mean, obviously, if, if obviously if you if you haven't followed down to the wire at this point, make sure you go follow us on all social media platforms. Uh, the main hub you can reach is, is our Instagram. You can follow that at down dot to the wire. Again, at down dot to the wire. Uh, all in all, though, it's you know great episode. Really, really glad to have you on. Really glad to be on
1: with you, Rob. At the same time, right? If you're not following him, what are you what are you doing at this point? All right, I need you to just go sit in the corner, think about what you've done. Right, come back in twenty. And and while you're sitting there, go follow me. Come back, no, no. They're gonna sit in the corner and they're gonna think about what they've done. Then they're gonna come back in twenty five minutes and they're gonna follow you. Rob, that's delaying my followers. You're gonna get them either way. All right, they need to think about their actions. But it's twenty five (laughs) minutes. I really don't care. You can wait twenty five minutes with that being I can't. I cannot, sir. with that being said thank you guys so much for listening it's been a crazy trade de- trade deadline and i am here for it all right i was sitting here eating my popcorn enjoying my day off i was so lucky i had as a day off so i could literally just sit here look at my phone and scroll through seeing the new and i had today off too so i had thursday and friday off finally all right and i think for the fans who stuck around i think i'm gonna start putting out episodes on thursday because that's when i have my day off from work they'll probably change in about a month We'll see, most likely. But that being said, thank you guys so much for watching.